next. God, fucking so dope. Yeah, and we see Terezi. That's a really cute picture of Terezi. Yeah, that's the one we left her off at. God, it's really cute. Snowman, continue briefing. Yeah, Terezi says, okay, then what? Alright, oh, she's just coloring in shit now with the statues. Well, she made uh, one of the alligator statues look like lemon snout. Yeah, exactly. Like, yep. <laughs> I still gotta get me one of those. Yeah. Find the ring before he does. And Terezi writes, where is it? And uh, Snowman replies, retrieve the ring from the royal vault. She's also made nooses. Yep. And then... Destroy it. Ooh. So we see one of the ring uh, of 12 orbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need to destroy it. Next. And we see Snowman looking towards the door. Towards the ladder. Next. And her pod is open. Next. And we see light coming out of the exit. Next. And hers is a mother grub skull. Oh. And she was in the eye. That's cool. Yep. Fuck. Giant skulls in the desert is, like, so fucking dope. It's a fucking dope look. Next. And out there we see the frog temple. Uh, that Aradia fucked up. Yeah. And there's also some scary looking scorpions out there. Yeah, I was gonna say, uh... Yeah. Centuries ago. In the land of rays and... Something. And yet, right now... The Sylph of Space was able to vacate the impact site with several features of her buried landscape in tow. She sits atop her session's dormant forge. Huh. Alright, so... That's Kanaya, then? Yes. Kanaya's the Sylph of Space. Also, what the hell's going on with that land title? (laughs) I guess we just don't get to know what the other half is. Land of rays and something. Alright, next... And we see Kanaya. She's sitting at the edge of her volcano. Kanaya, reply to Memo. Do you want to take over Karkat? Yeah, sure, I'll take Karkat. Alright. Give you a break as well. Thanks. <laughs> Future Karkat, 599 hours from now, opened a memo on board Team Adora Bloodthirsty. Fine then! Since past me just banned current me from the preceding memo, and doesn't appear to give a shit about my future wisdom, as usual. Looks like I just have to start another memo from scratch. Hey, pass me. Go have a blast killing the king. I'm sure it'll be awesome. In fact, it was awesome. Bang up job with that, dude. Too bad it was all a huge waste of time. Oh, what's that, past hole? You didn't read this and figure that out ahead of time? Or maybe just skim this and it didn't get through your thick bulge? What a shock. Memo within memo to present self. Put forth a more concerted effort to impress upon everyone in the past, myself included, what a bunch of fucking idiots they all are. I am learning a valuable lesson today. 
It turns out you can't alter the outcome of decisions made by morons, no matter how much you yell at them. All you can really do is give them a hard time and try to make their lives just a little more miserable. Which sounds like a more noble pursuit than changing destiny for the better anyway, frankly. Losers should be forced to face the music even for the mistakes they haven't made yet. Their punishment is being allowed to make the mistake in the first place. Talk about poetic justice. And then getting soundly berated before, during, and after the mistakes are being made is just the mucus on the grub load. The sweet, tangy mucus. This is dumb. Why did I ever think these memos were going to be a good idea? Nobody cares. I mean, nobody's even trolling me anymore. I'm leaving myself wide open too, saying some pretty dumb things here. I guess maybe I wrote too many, and filled too many of them with long arguments with myself. No one's going to read through all of this. All the valuable information is just getting lost in the yelling. You stupid, stupid idiot. Oh, fuck you. Why did you even start another memo then? (sighs) I guess there are a couple things I want to get off my chest, okay? Oh, God, now I'm arguing with current me. I didn't even notice I was doing it. This is really fucked up. I've got to pull it together. Think back to what we might have done wrong. But the thing is, as much as our past selves are a bunch of stubborn, unlistening assholes, I can't even really identify any mistakes we made. It's all pretty much like clockwork. A 600-hour campaign to complete a game like this is pretty good if you ask me. And I have asked me. Turns out me agrees. I can't shake the feeling someone else must be responsible for this. It doesn't seem like it was something that was supposed to happen in our session. Solix has the same intuition about it as me. He thinks there's something fishy about it. it. It's really insufferable the way her fish puns have rubbed off on him. It kind of makes me want to vomit. Anyway, he says he's working on tracing the origin of this disaster. If I find out who's responsible, I will... Don't even want to think about it now. Waste of fresh, good fresh rage. I'm a little tired of all the old things I've been angry about. It's gotten so stale. In a weird way, I'm sort of looking forward to having something new to be pissed off about. It's not like there's anything else to live for now, anyway. So I'm keeping my prongs crossed. It'll be like fucking 12th Peregrine's Eve up in here. Last week's Eve was probably the last happy memory I have, in fact. What did you guys do for that last holiday? Anyone? I remember my looses had been gone for days and I was starting to get worried. But then he finally returned, triumphant. He brought the fresh behemoth leaving into our hive and together we decorated it. And, I don't know. That's all I can say. I'm getting a lump of my squawk blister. I guess I'm done. I'm gonna lie down now. On the steel floor of this frigid media drifting through the black, uncaring void of our null session. Null. Kind of like this memo, I guess. Later. Current Kanaya right now responded to memo. I don't think we did anything special. Whoa, hey. What? Last twelve. We stayed in. And I read stories to her. It was nice. Cool. This is the first time you've responded to a memo that I re- can recall. You took it right down to the wire. I was just about to close this thing. Yeah, I know. I wasn't sure if I was going to, 
But then I noticed a conversation in which I was a participant, which, as it turns out, is the conversation taking place now. I scanned it briefly and then perused other memos for my presence. I found none and returned to this one, but my part of the conversation was gone. I regarded this as a prompt to begin typing and record my contributions live. That is how it works, isn't it? Pretty much. For a while, it was frustrating. When I discovered the feature, I kind of breezed through all my future memos, not really reading all of them carefully or thoroughly. Then I looked at it again, and the whole board was gone. Because it was time to make it in the first place, so I did. And then I kept making memos with only foggy recollections of what they contained. While all these other chunks from different times kept giving me shit. Including myself. But it was all good, because as I eventually became my own future selves and got to be the got to be on the other sides of those conversations and could <laughs> I could do my past selves a service of informing them how stupid they were being. I stopped bothering trying to remember how any of these members went. Honestly, the last few weeks have been a blur to me. Just non-stop yelling at myself, haggling with past and future knuckleheads, killing monsters and solving puzzles, cycling through all the gates and planets like a hundred times zigzagging down to the battlefield, out to the Vale, over to Prospect, back to Durst, and on and on and on like that until we thought we won. But we didn't win. We lost. We lost as hard as big guys fall. What exactly happened? Did you read the memo just before this? No. Give it a read. I'm done ranting about all that for now. Alright, in a moment. But yeah, that's how Trollian's timeline stuff works. You'll get used to it. Or not, since apparently this is your only memo reply. You're pretty shrewd in sidestepping this whole clusterfuck. It seems like a logical way to engineer a system wherein one simultaneously functions as the reader and author of the transcripts. It's temporally sound construction. Then you're the only one who thinks so. Uh, you You probably would have had been a better maid of time than the one we're currently stuck with. She's completely shit-hive maggots. Don't even get me started. I think we're given roles to challenge us that don't necessarily suit our strengths. Ah, uh, at least I was. I have no idea what I'm doing here. Sure you do. Or you will. Trust me, you'll do fine. So I prompted you to respond anyway. I mean, aside from being strong on by conversational predestination. Oh. At this point, I'm not even sure if I'm inclined to ask anymore. You might not have a choice. Do you remember if this memo was much longer than this? Um. There is a good way to go, I think, yeah. Then might as well spit it out. It is such a silly question. Red or black? What? Your problem, does it pertain to red rum or black rum interests? That's not what this is about. Come on, people have been using this, these memos to sift through their romantic problems for weeks. I am a fucking veteran of this shit by now. Seriously, I don't mind. It'll be a welcome reprieve from shouting at myself. I'm not sure what to say about it. Didn't you at least get a sense of what this conversation was about when you skimmed it? Not really. If I were thinking about it, I probably wouldn't have wanted to anyway. 
Don't you think it's better to have unrehearsed conversations, even if the subject matter is awkward? Yes, I completely agree. It's good you didn't read it. We can avoid the sort of verbal slapstick routines I'm sick to fucking death of by now. I'm so tired of people being all coy and telling me what we're about to say before we say it, and then we wind up fucking saying it anyway. And then we prove to the invisible Riddler that this is, that is father time beyond a shadow of doubt. What a bunch of fucking idiots we all are. Do you have any idea how old that gets after a while? So really, tell me. I know it's on your mind. I got a sense of these things. A or B? Okay. Red, then. But I guess not really red enough. (laughs) Well, isn't that always the case? Story as old as time. Even in places where, strictly speaking, time didn't exist until recently. Who's the target of these flushed leanings, if you don't mind me asking? It's not the asking I mind. It's the telling. In a public forum. I don't think anyone's reading. Did you notice anyone else join in later? No. It appeared to be just the two of us. See? Nobody cares enough to bother. I don't know whether that's reassuring or just a bit disheartening. Well, I didn't mean it like that. Their disinterest is more a reflection of me than you. Disinterest is the operative concept here. She's not even responding to my messages anymore. Could be busy but I'm rapidly approaching a resolution to discard the preposterous infatuation. Gee, I guess that narrows it down somewhat. Eh, shit. If I think back on events, knowing this, I could probably piece it together. How about if I agree to consult with you about it in private, we can drop it here before you crack me like a vault with your weird romance sleuthing acumen. Alright, deal. It still puzzles me that you're so versed in the topic. Do you have access to a manual archived on a remote server somewhere? What? No, of course not. I don't actually know all that much. I just know this stuff will drive you shithive maggots if you don't figure out how to deal with it. That figure of speech you keep using puzzles me as well. Like, not that I expect you to give a shit, but personally, I am all twisted up about Black Rum stuff, especially. Honestly, I don't think I was cut out to have a kismesis. I think my standards are way too high. Did you know that? This feels so weird to admit, but over the course of this adventure, at times I actually began to suspect I was my own kismesis? (laughs) How fucked up is that? I'm not qualified to say. Neither romance nor psychology are my strong suits. But obviously obviously it's not true. I never even did any legit time traveling where I could beat myself. I just bickered with past and future ghosts on a chat client. Fitting, really. (laughs) Every caligonous avatar I've contemplated has eluded me like a phantom, even myself. Whatever. I'm done with it. And what of Scarlet ambitions? Fare any better in that quadrant? No, no, no. I'm not airing that shit out here. Maybe... Maybe privately. It's private. Let's change the subject. What were you originally going to ask me? Oh, fine. Here's this silly question for you. I was just wondering, given your vantage of hindsight, if you'd had cause to observe at any point in time... magic. 
Like, real magic. I guess what I'm asking is, is magic a real thing? <laughs> wow, you're right. That's kind of the silliest fucking question I've ever heard. I know. It's just that I have good reason to believe magic is real. Our ancient predecessors discovered how to use it, but then they may have surpassed us in skill by a great deal. You put way too much sock on that ratty old guide. But anyway, no. We never use magic. I mean... Let me try to put it into perspective how ridiculous the whole notion is anyway. We can alchemize practically anything with the right materials and grist. We can, and did, make super powerful weapons and items that can practically do anything. What additional advantage could magic offer? All this shit is practically magic anyway. But more like... Goofy science magic. You know? Sure. But everything here is kind of magic in a way, isn't it? Fortune-telling dream clouds and golden moons and shit. If you look around, there's magic everywhere in this thing. Ugh, it's, it's all around us. Motherfucking miracles, right? <laughs> what do you need magic for, anyway? I'm running out of ideas. I need to figure out a way to stoke this volcano... In case you and the others are successful in recovering the Queen's Ring. You'll figure it out. And you won't need magic, trust me. Just be patient. The answer will come to you somehow. I guess you would know. Yeah, really there's nothing to worry about. At least as far as the details of the adventure go. We were all pretty awesome at this game. Really awesome, in fact. Until a little while ago. When it turned out we weren't actually all that awesome. Turns out we were pretty fucking awesome all along. Still baffled by what could conceivably cause such a crisis in awesomeness post-victory. Well, for starters, have you scored up to the top of the timelines yet? No. Check that out. Maybe read a few recent memos. But other than that, it's not for you to concern yourself with. Just deal with getting through the quest. I'll catch up with you about it when you catch up with me on the timeline. Which just happens to be right now. Say hi to me for myself. Okay, I probably won't do that, but... <laughs> Alright. <laughs> what the hell are you doing over there anyway? You mean future me. Yeah. I'm messing around with your chainsaw while Tavros is sleeping on the floor? Oh, God. Fuck! What are you doing? What? What did I do? Future Carcat 2, 600 hours from now, responded to Memo. Okay, everything's fine, I guess. What happened? I passed out for about an hour. Fucking embarrassing. You're out of your goddamn mind, you know? Shit hive maggots, you mean? Yeah. In a good way, though. Okay, I'm shutting this memo down for my past self. Since he's currently lying unconscious on the floor an hour ago. See you in the future now. Till then. Future Carcat banned uh, current Kanaya from responding to memo. Future Carcat banned past Carcat from responding to memo. Future Carcat closed the memo. I'm glad we got to see Kanaya and Carcat talk. They're really good friends. Yeah, I like that they get along well. They get along super well. It's wonderful. Yeah, like, they feel comfortable with each other. Yeah, they're just... 
they just had a conversation about what they did last Christmas. Yeah, and like... Like, they just talked for a while. For once, for once, two trolls just had a chat. I think it also works well because out of everyone, I think they have the least infuriating typing quirks. (laughs) Sure. I will say that just like... (laughs) Can't get all in all caps is kind of annoying, but also it's not as bad to read in comparison. I mean, it's very easy to read because it's in all caps. Yeah, exactly. But it's just like, yeah, these two are almost the most direct with their conversational like <laughs> tones. Oh yeah, absolutely. Also, yeah, they neither of them had to begin a conversation with each other by trolling the other. Like, no, they just they just had a normal conversation. It it was just nice. Also, I forgot to point out, but last member was pretty good when Karkat pointed out to Solix, hey, it's kind of... what? That's real fucking mature of you to troll someone from the future. Yeah. God, who would ever do that? Yeah. <laughs> God. Kanaya, scroll up. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Let Me Out. Ooh, whoa, no, that's not it. So let me tell you about Homestuck. Uh, this is Earthsea. This is Molly. Um, hey, Jules. Hey, how's it going? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Uh, not too bad. So, we left off moments before the end of Five Ben. Moments, uh, God. We have covered the, uh, Operation Regisurp. Yes, we have. Uh, with the exiling of the Black Queen, and mm-hmm. eventually the exiling of Jack Noir, which is Terezi's quest. That's right, yes. Um, and what else What else have we covered? What do you remember? Uh, oh, we officially met Aridin. 
We did meet Aridin. And God He sure does exist, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh yeah. 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 <laughs> oh. uh, and we met your Trolfa fairy. Yes. Very happy. She's awesome. Kind of has she's a shitty very She has a shitty parent, but she's good. Yeah, she has a shitty mom. It's not great. But my daughter is good. But your daughter is good. My Wait, daughter's daughter, because I'm trying to get away from a shitty parent, because no, God. Oh, yes, of course. I'm not implying that I'm a shitty parent. No, no, no. no. So Fafari's your adopted daughter. Yes. Is what you're telling me. Okay, yes. good. No, I'm, I, that's that's perfectly fine. Somebody needs to take care of that girl. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm, I'm with you. You're, you're good for this. <laughs> um, what else? What else? What else? We just, we left off on this lovely conversation between Kanaya and Karkat. Well, yeah, because they're just, they're just good friends. It's really nice. Like, the whole memo thing is hilarious because it's just, it, <laughs> look at lie, I thought about it. It's kind of like how we have to run the official general channel for the audience we slack. Right. I'm constantly telling people to get in and out of the yeah. <laughs> the uh, general channel of our Slack chat. Because it's supposed to be specifically for podcasts. We have a chat channel. You're yeah. supposed to chat in there. It's just like, hey, post in the general uh, channel if you have like an update you want the Twitter to post. Yes. Or like, hey, uh, wrangling people for shows at the last minute. Yes. It's good for that. But if you're just going to bullshit, get the fuck out of there. Get the fuck out. Uh, and that's what these memos are. Yeah, except it, <laughs> like there's no specific memo for bullshitting, so everybody's just bullshitting all over Karkat's important memos. Well, because the and best he's thing, not happy about it. Well, the best thing is Karkat says this is just a memo board. Don't reply to anything in here, and everyone just keeps replying to it, including Karkat from the past and the future. And I, I, yeah, I, he's getting <laughs> in a lot of arguments with himself, which is very natural for Karkat. I just love that his immediate response is ban. Yeah, he, well, I mean, it's the best way to take care of that situation. I won't lie. Ev- I've been thinking about, like, on and off throughout the past couple weeks of <laughs> when Aerodin and Tavros come to Karkat for girl advice. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, they sure have, haven't they? And not just that, but Karkat, okay, listen, like, you know, DM me, bro. This is not the place. You don't want your shit out here in the public. Come on. Like, don't do this in public. And then Tavros does it in public. Yeah, because it's, it's Tavros. Fucking Tavros, you, you dummy. And you Tavros poor like, fool. Well, if I'm out of the open, it's public, and it's uh, open, and it's, it's honest. You can also be open and honest without having to be public. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's possible. Ah, <sighs> yeah. Um, I think we're we pretty much we don't have a lot to cover on the recap. Um, because we're about to get into some the like the realest shit in Hivebent. So, would you like to proceed? Yes, I would. Kanaya, scroll up. Uh, so we see some, where future Carcat was, and he was like 612 hours in the future. Uh, wherever he is, the timeline's about to break down real bad. That's like, that's like, oh, asking for directions in like a building. Like, okay, so, you know, down the right, you've got conference rooms, uh, a couple of bathrooms. <laughs> uh, down the left, you've got the swirling infinite void. Yeah, you know the void. We keep it. We keep it near the janitor's closet. Yeah, exactly. She's like just looking down a hallway. It's completely normal until like five feet ahead of you. It's just like nothing. Like, <laughs> just don't go in there. It's fine. Welcome to the house of leaves. No, no. <laughs> what if not? <laughs> but yeah, this. Oh god, this is so fucked up. It is. 
Terezi, fly up. And Terezi has a dragon wing jetpack. This is the dopest shit. It's fucking cool as hell. Mighty Pachoo. <laughs> Pachoo. I could just look at this panel for like a good 10 minutes. This is awesome. <laughs> just, It's very good. This is some good anime bullshit right here. Terezi's the best. Fuck yeah, she is. Next. And so she's flying up to the top of her house. Whoop. Uh, and there's, um, the dragon sprite. Oh, yay! Dragon mom! Uh, next. Aww. Uh, do you want to be the dragon sprite? Uh, yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> hey, Terezi! Hey! Hi, Terezi! Hi! <laughs> Okay, that voice is too cute. You have to stop. <laughs> Next. But you should also continue. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, they're sniffing at each other. Uh, and specifically, Terezi's sniff does have a one replacing the eye. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's it's pretty good. good. Yeah. Next. Uh, looks like Terezi has a message from Carcat. Terezi, respond. Uh, do you want Terezi or Carcat? Uh, I'll take Terezi. Okay. Oh god, now I have to get, now I have to prepare myself. <laughs> yeah, I, that's why I did take her, because I, oh, oh, I didn't know we were going straight to Carcat, oh. Yeah, hang on, I have I, I need my Madoka honey, give me a second. <laughs> Carcino Geneticist began trolling Gallo's Calibrator. Okay, I got your message. Thanks for not hassling me about it in one of the memos to get my attention, and I appreciate that. Unless you did, but it was in a future memo I haven't written yet, in which case have a big time fuck you about that in advance. No, I didn't bug you about it in your stupid memos. They're annoying, I'm tired of getting banned for no reason. Posting in them at all is the reason. You're not supposed to reply to memos, period. That's the reason. Maybe I'll stop my own bulletin board, and everyone will be allowed to reply anytime they want. Except for guys with nubby horns, oh no, they will not be able to reply at all. Grumpy Cat Cats will be expressly forbidden from Rainbow Rumpus Party Town. Hmm. Sounds lame. By the way, that would be the name of the board in case it wasn't clear. Yeah, I got that. This is an empty threat, because if you made a board at any point in the timeline, I would be able to see it right here and read the whole thing already. Wait. Oh god, you actually did! Yes! Future Terezi is looking pretty cool right about now. Look, I don't care about the Fruity Rumpus Asshole Factory. What's all this about going after the Queen's Ring? Well, the thing that is all about it is, we have to go after the Queen's Ring. It is a new mission. But we're still in the middle trying to pull off Registerp with Jack. Why don't we take it one mission at a time? Yeah, about that... The whole point is to destroy the ring so Jack doesn't get it. Why would we want to do that? Jack's an ally. Also, the mission sort of involves exiling uh, Jack, too. Mm. This is bullshit. We are not exiling Jack. He's cool. Cockat, he's not that cool. Yes, he is. He's a total badass with a fuck ton of blades and shit. He's helping us out. 
Okay, I think it's pretty cute that you sort of look up to him like that, but seriously, I don't get a... I do not get a good feeling from him. He's... he kind of... Stinks? Let me act shocked like I didn't see that coming. Ah, fuck, I forgot my horns. I always forget them. <gasps> no, well... Sort of. He'll smell bad, actually. He's always really clean and shiny and... Dark, dark, dark. Like, like an oil slick and... There's a tiny hint of licorice there, too. It's more like... The way he moves. I smell his smooth motions and... The way he squints his eyes and... Gives me this really nervous feeling. What a surprise! You're dragging your schizophrenic nose into this? What an outstanding character witness! Objection, your tyranny! Ha ha ha! The bottom line is I am not going to exile Jack because you believe you can smell malice off an interpretive dance! Kaget, he's a jerk. He stabbed you on more than one occasion. Some of those stabbings were accidental. Huh. Okay. Well, I know for a fact the third time was accidental. Anyway, you beat the shit out of me a few times yourself. But I didn't draw blood. I mean, I could've to satisfy my curiosity. But I didn't, as a courtesy to you. Since you still want to keep it a secret for me, like a petulant little regular. Hey, I promised I'd tell you. I just wasn't ready, okay? Well, it's okay. I know what color your blood is anyway. No, you don't. Yep. I totally do. Lies, I've been very careful. Not like all you classless shitbags who slop your blood all over the place every goddamn minute like it's some weird fetish. Eh. Uh, mm. What? Ah, uh, hold on. What is it? I said hold on. Sometimes it's hard to pick out the letters from the hollow projection. And to get a closer look. Are you looking at your glasses again? I hate it when you do that, it's fucking disgusting. No, will you go by there? <laughs> God. <laughs> God. <sighs> I've missed these two's reactions. Like, <laughs> they're very good together. <laughs> I was like, that turns he does respect Kaka's privacy with regards to the whole blood thing. Like, oh yeah, for sure. She's like, eh, whatever, like, it doesn't bother me. Terry doesn't give a shit. You told me. Yeah. yeah. No, Terry's chill. Yeah. <laughs> also, finally, now I know where the Rumpus Potty Town comes from. Yep. That is what the uh, random channel of our uh, Slack chat is, is Fruity Rumpus Party Town. Fruity Rumpus Asshole Factory would be a more apt descriptor, though. It would be more accurate, but let's not... We don't have to put everybody on blast like that. I mean, that's including myself as well. It's not including me. No, just I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just saying, like, the, the second anyone in that chat goes, I don't get the side-on thing, um... <laughs> We're not talking about it here. I refuse to talk uh, about uh, it here. Uh, oh. Listen, I get it. You don't have to educate me. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Terezi, get closer look. She licks her glasses. Slurp. <laughs> <laughs> that is better. It's much easier to read your color this way. Your drab, dirty pavement gray. On top of bright candy red, like a shiny lollipop. Does that sound familiar, Car Cat? Yes, I'm extremely familiar with this sort of nonsense by now, sure. 
No, I mean Graham Red. Like the way your skin conceals your blood. What? Candy, candy red. Like your planet. You have strong cherry cough syrup in your veins. It's completely delicious. Who told you? Did Jack tell you? No, he doesn't talk much. I figured it out myself. How? I got a closer look. Remember? No. You're playing so dumb. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I cleaned up my wound and changed my shirt before I even met you. I've been extremely careful, so you're gonna have to fill me in. It was when I got close enough to smell under your skin. Please, Carcat, do not pretend that you forgot about our little moment. Whoa, you mean during... Fuck. Okay, shh, shh, shh. Let's not talk about this. Not here. This isn't a memo. It's a private conversation just between us, remember? I know, but... Damn it, just writing all these memos made me paranoid. Just doesn't feel secure chatting about it over the client, I don't know. We could talk about it in person. How in person do you mean? Uh Uh-oh. Look at my eyebrows getting carried away here. Kaka, help! They're out of control. Those are eyebrows? I thought they were horns. They're horns, too. They're whatever I want them to be. <laughs> Don't change the subject by being cute. Well, apparently I just can't fucking help myself, can I? Nope. How can you even smell so damn well, anyway? You give me a hard time about being coy about shit, but when it comes to your crazy senses, you're so vague. It's like trying to decipher the daily horoscope riddle, or the riddles for all 48 signs combined. Ugh, you are a relentless subject changer. <laughs> Fine, it's okay if you don't want to talk about it. God, you are so shy for an angry guy who wants to be a big shot leader. It's ridiculous. Look, we'll talk, I promise. Why don't you just say some stuff about yourself for a change and cut me some slack? Okay. God. (laughs) Just, sorry. Just, don't change the subject by being cute. Like, God. Those two are fucking getting it. Hold on, I'm adding to my shipping chart app. Give me a Uh second. Uh Uh-huh. Took a coding class to make this app. You sure you're not Nepeta? You sure? Listen, listen. I'm just, I'm just double checking. Sounds like you might be. Hey. (laughs) I mean, she has very green text. (laughs) She does have very green text. (laughs) Uh, Also, there are 48 troll horoscope signs. What the fuck? (laughs) So, those aren't even horoscope signs on their shirt. They're just symbols. Yeah, no. (laughs) God. Not imagining a fucking Twitter account that's just the 48 signs like like astrology poet. Oh god, poet. can you imagine? <laughs> You're weak in, oh god, there's 48 more tweets to make. <laughs> oh god. 48 Heaven jokes about drunk, uh, drunk texting at night for all signs, like. Oh god. God, Tumblr would be even more, like, unreadable. Troll Tumblr is fucked. Oh, God. Oh, that's actually... You have to mark every horoscope post with long posts because there's 48 different signs to talk about. Oh, no. You know, with Tumblr... With, like, astrology Tumblr posts when they do, like, 
compatibility stuff, and they have to tag each oh, no. like, coupling. So, but then you've also got the troll romance quadrant for that as well. With the oh no, oh no, <laughs> Molly, we actually created hell. Oh, we have to leave. We have to leave. Oh god, get us next. Okay, so we see Terezi just hanging out at the top of her house, um, and we have the dragon sprite there, and we have a bit more log to do here. I'm sure I mentioned it after you met my sprite. I learned from her through my dreams. Before she hatched. Yeah, but it's still so vague. It's the whole point. How about a straight answer? Okay, I'll try. When I went blind, that's when I first woke up. And my Lucis helped me wake up. Sort of. You mean on Prospect's moon? Yes. But, except for a very brief moment, I was blind in my dreams too. The dream self image I project can't see because I guess deep down I don't really want to. Why is that? Is it despite Riska? I know I'd probably be cool if it out of spite more than anything. No. Not that there wasn't some satisfaction being okay with it. Grateful about it, even. And making sure she knew that. But that's not it. The day it happened was the first time I ever heard from my Lucis. She woke me up and ever since has been teaching me a different way to see. A different way to perceive everything, I guess. Not just in a sensory way. Okay, so why did you never tell me any of this? You wouldn't have gotten it. Even though you still don't really, you have not even seen Sky yet. How am I supposed to wake up? I don't know. Something different does it for everybody. How many of us are awake now? How much of the future did you see before we started? In the clouds, like Anaya. Also, how'd you go blind anyway? What did she do to you? I don't know why you're so great cagey about that. I still don't see how she can blind you without being anywhere near you. Obviously she can't control you, so what gives? Kaka, shut up! God, how about if I tell you all about that stuff next time we are in person? In fact, I'll tell you when you wake up! Until then, I'll keep tabs on you in your tower while you sleep like a little horny... Ooh. Nope. Oh, hey, hey, oh. Nope. Hey, nope. Subconscious, what you doing there? <laughs> Until then, I'll keep tabs on you in your tower while you sleep like a little honey pajama peeper nestled in his cocoon. Wait, let me guess. Do I look adorable? Actually, kind of look... You look kind of like a big pile of smelly buff. Wow, what the fuck? Of course you do, dumbass. Oh, that... good, I guess. Okay, I've got to fly. Don't worry about the ring mission. You can stay busy with Reg- Regisep. I'll organize a new mission myself. Later. Wait, Terezi. Please don't tell them about my blood. I want to tell them. I mean, I will tell them. Later. Once they respect me as a leader. Okay. I'll keep that secret if you keep this one I tell you, which is that. Between you and me, Cockat, I think they already do. Bye. Bye. Gallows Calibrator ceased trolling Carcinogenesis. Carcinogenesis ceased trolling Gallows Calibrator. 
Carcinogeneticist began trolling Gallows Calibrator, and he sends a heart. And Carcinogeneticist ceased trolling Gallows Calibrator. <laughs> Alright, I like these two They're a lot. They're very cute. God! They're very cute. This is a ship I hadn't heard about. Oh, really? Yeah, like... Not really, actually. Yeah. It's pretty good. Holy shit! This is awesome. <laughs> it's kind of the one, like, I knew a lot of the ships, if not that in-depth, just based on what the characters look like from just internet browsing days before I started sure. this. This sure. is one that just somehow eluded me, and I like it a lot. It's really cute, I think. Just, <laughs> just cockett, getting kind of offended that Therese didn't call him adorable. Right? <laughs> just, it's like, wait, what? Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait! What oh, the fuck? No, come on! You're supposed to call me cute! Like, what the- that's a- that's a- oh. mm. Mm. Uh, so we have two options here. Yeah, for these commands. Um... I- Alright, I'll just go question mark first. So, I'll tell you, if we look at that, it's the same password screen. And it says, if you don't know the password yet, it means you're not supposed to, dummy! Go back! Uh, so, no, well, you could try something if you want. Damn it! I tried cockat. Yeah, no. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought I found the key, Molly. Yeah, you thought you did. <sighs> All right. Well, <laughs> this next one. How do I read this command <laughs> in the brackets? It's S. Spage? Yeah. Terezi Ascend. Espage. Terezi Ascend. I want to double check on that one. Uh, so we see a fake Spage with Jack Noir, Terezi, and Carcat. Kid, where'd you go? I was gonna show you my stabs. <laughs> see her, those wings. Time to fly away up the sky, you fucking piece of garbage. Uh... Okay. Uh. <laughs> this is a uh, version of a different spage. I don't know if we've seen yet. Okay, sure. <laughs> uh, like, the spage versions are pretty good. They're pretty good. <laughs> I show you my stabs. <laughs> also, God, I just love cocky going, no, my friend's a, co- a cool badass. He only stabbed me, like, twice on purpose. Yeah, the third one was definitely an accident. It's fine. It's fine. Alright. Make her pay. We've heard this line before. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me when you're loaded. Alright, we'll do. Getting the now. Uh, so we see the eight ball with blood on it outside Friska's house. And she's laying there with no arm. Oh, this is just after the explosion. Yeah. So she's all the blood coming out. And she uses her mind powers. And she reaches out to... This looks like Tavros' house. Psychic. And she takes control of Tavros. Double... And she makes Tavros take control of... Oh. 
the dragon still in the egg. Psychic double reach around. So we see the dragon and its eyes glow inside. And we see a dragon symbol hit Terezi. And Terezi walks out. And we see her in her forest and in Prospect walking. Uh, and she looks up at Skaya. And also the sun. So we're seeing interlaid pictures between Prospect and the forest. And she stares at the sun, and she goes blind. And now we see Carcats land, and he's fighting stuff with Jack Noir. And Terezi's there. Oh. We see Gamzee's land. And Fairy is helping out Solix. And there's Nepeta and Equius. And there's Tavros. <laughs> He's riding one of the monsters. And there's Kanaya with a chainsaw. Oh, shit, yeah. There's Aridin with Ahab's crosshairs. And he's fighting Solix. Ooh. And there's Riska and Tavros flying around her land together. And Riska lands. And Aradia is here. And it looks like... Oh, Jesus. Aradia's beating the shit out of Riska. Jesus. Yeah, like, shit. Risk is bleeding everywhere. Aradia is throwing her into her house, destroying the bridges. And Tavros shows up, causes Aradia to stop and drop her. Aradia teleports out, and Friska is laying on the ground, bleeding. And she wakes up in front of Terezi on Prospect. And Terezi slaps her. Yep. Jeez. Yep. So it looks like uh, Aridin didn't take well to Feferi going to hang out with Solux, huh? No. No, he did not. He's a bit of a little shithead, ain't he? I mean, yeah. No, totally. Without a doubt. Yeah. Also, that's really fucked up how Terezi went blind. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up. Hey, I'm going to mind control the kid I fucking paralyzed and then make him mind control a dragon mother and make the dragon mother mind control her daughter to just go look at the sun i will say impressive plan though yeah no without a doubt but holy shit yeah she did that holy fuck yeah Uh, next. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to apologize for her. No, 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 of course. It's fine. So we see Vriska on a screen, probably bleeding out from the beating Aradia just gave her. Yeah, that was a hell of a psychic beating. Yeah. Jesus, uh, next. And there's the command uh, on the computer, make her pay. 
There's a lot of radio on the screen. Yeah. We've seen quite a few uses of it. Uh huh. Well, Vriska wanted to get her revenge on Terezi for Terezi blowing off her arm and eye. Mm hmm. Uh, and Terezi was getting revenge. Uh, I think it was that time for Aradia dying? Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and Vriska had killed Aradia because Aradia was trying to kill her with ghosts. Oh, they killed her with ghosts. Yeah, one, one or the other. Killing her probably wouldn't have made Aradia upset. Right. Uh, and all that for Vriska throwing Tavros off a cliff. So, we've had a real long circle of revenge here. I mean... Fucking hormonal And it's teens. all Vriska's fault. Like, don't, don't give teens these abilities and powers. <laughs> yeah. And there's also the whole Duck Scratch situation. It's complicated. Yeah! Yeah, there's, there's a lot in play. It's really fucked up. Yep. Alright, next. So if we go next... <laughs> We All see right. somebody reading a copy of the Grey Ladies. Oh yeah, God, my favorite publication. Oh yeah. Next. There's Diamonds Droog. Heck yes. Finish your shopping trip. Yep. Next. Add a girl. <laughs> Man, it's the first time we've seen any expression on Diamond Droog's face. He's got just the slightest smirk. Yep. Diamond Struke, move this along. Someone needs to grab the reins on timeline management here. These delinquents waste too much time. Can't seem to conduct their business with any efficiency at all. Payback scenarios notwithstanding, there's always time to be made for a good comeuppance. <laughs> Again, Diamond Struke is the only one with his shit together. Yep. Oh, boy. Alright, this next command, okay. <laughs> yeah. Skip to the end. And so we see this command given to Aradia. Skip to the end. Next. We see a robot arm flicking off blood. Next. Aradia, in Vriska's blood, floats the words, Quit bossing me around. I'm not okay with it. That's one way to spell out a message. Yep. Next. I know what I'm doing. That's what I like to hear. As you were then. <laughs> and Aradia teleports out. Aradia. Skip to the end. Um, I will take future Apocalypse Arisen here. Okay, sure. FAA. FAA, two hours and 16 minutes from now, open private trans-timeline bulletin board, Road to the Undoing. Uh, so, in this panel, we see a radio bot show up, and two more, three more radio bots show up in the background. Yeah. This private board will and has already served as a log of past events for future selves to record and a guide of future events for past selves to follow. I don't know which half of its role has been or will be more important. Possibly neither is critical, since deviation from the course is mostly impossible and reflection on its traversal is completely irrelevant. But I'm typing this anyway, because I'm bored again. Past Apocalypse Arisen 601 hours ago responded to the memo. 
And here I was thinking we were finished taking orders from voices. We've only swapped the imperatives of the dead with those of our future selves, who are also dead. Yes, it seems that way. Oh well, it wasn't an enjoyable reprieve from fatalism. While it lasted, I'd nearly managed to savor it. An error narrowly avoided, then. I think we should refrain from dialogue in this memo without resorting to bannings or absurd exchanges of self-reputation. Yeah, I agree. I just thought I'd inject that and go. Okay. Next. Oh, oh. We see the Soulbot video log where on Skya's battlefield meteors raining down, there are dozens of Aradia bots. Yeah, that's a lot. We will and have already amassed an army to confront the Black King, an army consisting of our alternate future selves, each one rerouted from a doomed offshoot of the Alpha timeline. Each given another chance at a constructive influence over the ultimate outcome. By the way, if you don't know already, a future self returning to the past from a doomed timeline will always be slated for imminent destruction herself. It's one of the rules. And the unfortunate reality is, this will, and has always already been, a mass suicide mission. Or it would be, and already would have been. If we weren't all already dead. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. I... Uh... So there are this many doomed offshoots of the Earth Alpha timeline. Yeah. Yeah. horrifying a little bit but i mean this is kind of the deal though right yeah like if a dave shows up from the future it could just be a doomed dave right exactly yeah like we've already seen one who's to say there aren't like thousands out there exactly we don't know how many doomed offshoots are there of any timeline i guess it hits it it's a chord with me just because <laughs> frequently Usually, when I say, like, nearly slipped in the shower, after I recover, I sometimes think, it's gonna be really fucked up for that timeline, huh? Yeah, what if I had? Yeah, right? like, what does that look like now? What are the ramifications of that? Yeah. No, I think about that shit all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Next. Uh, so we see an enormous monster, what's probably the Black King, given the scepter, uh, in front of a bunch of lily pads. And there are radio bots everywhere. Oh god, those specs are ra- Holy shit. Yes, yes. All of the non-green specs are radio bots. Fuck. Mobilizing ourselves in such numbers would be required to neutralize the king's psychic attacks. It would take our combined concentration to dampen the abilities he inherited from Glubibgubib. Without the cumulative effort of our doomed reserves... Without the heightened metal and physical endurance of our robotic vessels, without the untimely demise we all shared before this began, victory would not be possible. He would kill us all with one dreadful sound. Uh, As you may recall, that vast glub 
that would kill all of uh, the trolls if that uh, oh, the fairy's right. mom wasn't fed. Yeah. So he obtained that power. Yeah. That's the thing where it's like, oh, you know, you have more players, you have the ability to maybe end the game quicker and more efficiently, but you also provide the enemy with more powers. Exactly. Oh, Jesus. All right. Yeah, next. It's probably also why he's so fucking big. Yeah, I was going to say, whoa. Yeah. And we see all of the other trolls hanging out on the lily pad, so that's everyone. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. They're all here. Yep. I don't know if it was just bad luck or an extension of the curse Carcat insists he brought on us that led to the incidental and unfortuitous prototyping of Feferi's powerful Lucis, without which the battle would have posed little challenge. I think it was more likely just another inevitability, a product of collusion between the disparate forces at play, a bargain struck between what Skya knows already and what the gods demand up front. Together they orchestrate trials sufficient to ensure that overcoming them, we would be proven worthy of inheriting the ultimate reward. Ribbit. Whoops. <laughs> so, the ultimate reward on this page flashes and glows. Yeah. Huh. I guess that's the thing we've not really talked about much in the comic, both in the actual text and between ourselves. What's the actual win scenario of this? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I do know, but you oh, don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next. So we see them all oh. standing in front of the enormous Black King. Oh, I, I'm really liking, because this is yeah. from like a Soulbot video log, that this has this really nice security cam grainy texture to it. Yeah, it's really good. Yep. And so it would be, and has been already that while distracted by the combined efforts of our doomed legion, the king would be aggressed by the others, and even though each would be well prepared, perched on the highest rungs of their ladders, equipped with the best weaponry Grist could build, versed in the deadliest fray motifs Boondollars could buy. Huh. What's a fray motif? Yeah, I was gonna say, what... That's one we've not come across yet. Alright, next. Ooh. We see Solix attacking, we see Aradia. Even though the meteors from the king's own reckoning would be turned against him. I guess that's the benefit when you have psychics on your team. Yeah, you just get to divert all of the meteors. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck you, buddy. Yeah. This is why I always say telekinesis is probably the strongest superpower that ever was. I know, I want that shit. Yeah, no, it lets you do just fucking anything. Anything. Next. And even with one impossibly lucky roll of the dice at the final moment. That's pretty cool. That is eight eights from Vriska. Man, that's super lucky. That is super lucky. Next. We would only narrowly succeed. Man, that fucking loses from Feferi. Yeah. 
next. So they killed the Black King. Yeah, they did it. They they completed the mission. And there they are standing in front of the Homestuck house. Yeah, the Spub logo. But ultimately... Next. And we see everybody standing in front of it. We would prove our worth. I like this. Yeah. Say, everyone's hanging out. Yep, they're all here. Next. And the reward would be within our reach. And we see Cockat reaching out to something. He's reaching out for the doorknob. Next. And as he reaches for it, but only momentarily. Next. Before we would be able to claim it, we would be interrupted by something which would be ushered into our session by a rift in Paradox Space. A rift which we would determine will be opened by four members of a fledgling species who will be playing in another session of the same game that we will and have already played. Oh boy. Huh. Mm Mm-hmm. Next. And we see some kind of energy from the middle of the platform as everybody turns to look at it. Yep. Their rift will lead to the great undoing without necessarily causing it. Not directly. Such rifts are themselves supposedly benign, useful even. They are catalogued phenomena within the game itself, with the provided means of creating them, and a wide range of scenarios for which it might be prudent to do so. The Incipisphere locals have more formal term for them. They typically refer to such a rift as... Next. And we see a long panel that goes down, and we see a bunch of green crackling energy. A scratch. Well, okay. Yeah. Next. So we see AA's, uh, Aradia's, uh, screen here. And she's typing on a bulletin board and trolling... Somebody, she's highlighting white text. Yeah, and we only know one person with white text. The direct effects of a scratch are limited to the session invoking it. We would not experience or observe those effects from our session, but we would experience the consequences. In the form of that which prevented us from claiming our reward, he whose hand would be forced by the scratch to emerge from hiding... Next. We see Aradia has her head plugged into something. But there would be no adequate way to prepare, even with all the foresight at our disposal, for a foe more powerful than the king we will and have already defeated, for a demon who is indestructible, omnipotent, and enraged. Next. 
So, there was a demon. Yeah, that out on a server in space, who was already here. Oh, that's fucked up. So on the next page, we see tons of broken Aradia bots, blood through the air, just floating out in the void. While the rest of the party would abscond, our duplicates would buy us time. They would all be killed. Again. God, I feel so sorry for Aradia. Yeah. Next. And we see a radio bot uh, hanging out with the rest of the trolls in their meteor, as mm-hmm. you may recall. Mm-hmm. All except for me. This is just as well, I suppose. What would we even do with all those copies anyway? <sighs> Next. We see the meteor. We would return to the site of our hatching, so to speak, where we would hide amidst a veil depleted by the reckoning, and wait, drifting in the wide orbit of our soon-to-be null session. Next. And we see uh, the troll planet with the green and pink moons banished from the universe we left behind. So we see universe in blue text. Yeah. Um, and around this planet, there are each of the trolls' colors yeah. fading there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next. And we see their enormous sun. Oh. Kind of looked like the one that was hanging over Dave's house, huh? Right, yeah, because. Which had me wondering, because that's the sun we saw when Terezi was forced to look at the sun. So. Yeah. Next. But at the beginning of Hivebent, as you may remember, Earth is a planet that does not exist yet. Right. And you said next, right? Yep. Oh. And we zoom out, and we see tons of stars and. Kind of a galaxy over there. Yeah, just... It's just a mess of white specks along with just one red speck. Yep. Next. We zoom out further. Oh. Yeah, it's just a galaxy now. Like, that's... Yep. Next. We zoom out further. Yep. Next. Further. Next. See tons of galaxies now. Yeah, oh. And it's reflected in a blue eye. Next. Remember when we saw this in Solix's eye? Yep. So we see a blue universe and a red one. Oh. And yet, in being denied the ultimate reward. Next. We zoom in on the red eye. We would be barred from entry. Next. We zoom in further. Next. And further. Next. Further. Next. 
and there's a little yellow speck on this one. Next. Huh. That one kind of looks like Earth. Yeah. Next. Into the universe we created. And these are all of the constellations now in their colors. Yep. But specifically so the trolls now. created Earth. Oh, shit. And each of the symbols on their shirt became, became an astrological, astrological sign. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Wait. Now, do you remember uh-huh. uh, a little while ago? Uh-huh. And I may be able to find the panel for us. Give me just a moment. Sure, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. In the meantime, yo, Let's what the see. fuck? Yeah, are you okay? Oh, okay. It's all right. I I feel like I had the tablecloth ripped out from underneath my brain. <laughs> Let's see. Where is the panel I'm looking for? This is very important to me. Sure, I'll edit no. myself out later, and I'm gonna hate myself in the future. But I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Uh, just a quick note from from future Molly. You're not going to edit that as much as you think you are. You will hate yourself, though. That's true. Where is end of act four? Uh, okay. As you may recall, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at the end of act four, when John was making all of these babies, right? I'm linking. I'm linking you a panel. Okay. Let's go back and look. John says we're all sort of like Superman. Um. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Cat responds. Uh, it's hilarious how humans worship him as a pinnacle of human heroism and virtue, but he isn't even human. Actually, it's pathetic, but also in a way kind of admirable, because it means deep down you must all realize who your daddy is. We are. Yeah. Also, this is the whole thing of, oh, yeah, a dead planet from a red sun system. And now we go, and which, and, which leads to a, an alive planet with a yellow sun, in a yellow sun system. Huh. Uh-huh. Huh. Also, you, <laughs> so, you lead me back to this panel, and these babies are so fucking cute. They're so cute. I can't. Uh, I can't also. Yeah. Uh, that also means that when the troll planet was created, there were 48 players in that session. Whoa. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck did the queen and king look like? Uh, probably really weird and gross. Yeah. So this basically implies that sapient planets are created from this game. Yes. In an endless domino session. Yes. Well, it implies that universes are created. Okay, right, sure. All right. And that a sapient planet in each of these universes must play the game to create another universe. Yes. 
Oh, okay. All right. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm taking my hip. I need to go line on my bed for just a quick second. Give me a moment. Hold on. Oh, okay. What the fuck? I, hold. Jules legitimately walked away. I have no idea if she has her headset oh, okay. on or not. Alright, I'm back. What? Oh. Hi! Hey! I literally, like, just walked two feet to go lie down on my bed, because what the fuck? <laughs> I hope that picked up on my mic. It did. Okay, good. I heard you. <laughs> the benefit of having a desktop mic, I can just fucking leave and just, like, yell in the distance. Yeah. Hey, Monty, this shit's really fucked up. <laughs> It's fine. I'll just tell Monty about Homestuck. You could. That could be your. Let me tell you about Homestuck. Yeah. Get <laughs> Monty on the mic. <laughs> oh, I'll have him as, as a guest at one point on any podcast. Yeah, for so sure. that works out. It, it won't be good. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Okay. Hold on. Just. It really was you saying that the trolls were created by a session with 48 plays that kind of just fucked me up even more. <laughs> Glad like, to help. Like, what, what the fuck? Oh, no, I just thought of what a universe created by the audio entry network would look like. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. It'd be pretty fucked. It'd be pretty fucked. All right. End of Act 5, Act 1. So we see the curtains close on Earth, and blue curtains close over it. (laughs) But of course. Act 5, Act 2.